want change in America, go and register to vote. We don't want to see targets burning. We want to see the system that sets up for systemic racism burnt to the ground. On the line, I've got Jimmy Wags. Jimmy Wags, we had an exceptional race at Bristol Motor Speedway for the Food City 500 on Sunday of this past week. An excellent race. And and I think I, was, I may have tweeted about it three times or so, Jimmy. I didn't even want to tweet about it once. I was so focused on what is gripping our country right now with the um, racial injustice and and what we've got going on with the looting and the rioting and the and the peaceful protests and the unpeaceful protests and it just it didn't seem it didn't seem like the right thing to do to tweet ad nauseum like I normally would during the race and and, and it's. It's unfair for the race because it was a fantastic, fantastic thing to watch. And race fans got absolutely everything that they wanted. But, Jimmy, it just doesn't feel right. Just, we're recording this on Tuesday. I just don't feel right about doing a NASCAR podcast because we got way too much more important stuff going on in the country. And, uh, Jimmy, I'm, I'm dying to know what – can you summarize – or not even summarize. What are some of your thoughts, some of your feelings? What's going through your head as you see what's happening in our country right now? Well, I definitely think that the race yesterday was a good escape from everything that's been going on because um, it's, it's all over social media and it's all over the news. And to have something to look at other than um, what's been going on for a few hours yesterday was good. And not only that, it was a great race. So um, I've come out and said that, you know, I've condoned any, anything that's been happening over the last few days as far as, uh, you know, what happened to George Floyd and Maude Aubrey and many others that have died unjustly. And our hurts for them. I think I, yesterday morning I woke up and got on social media and I watched a video, man, and I, I just broke down. Just, um, it hurts me to my heart to see my people uh, go through this. And uh, it's just, um, when is it going to end? When is it going to stop? When are we going to, uh, we, we have to recognize that, you know, there are flaws in the system um, that are purposely uh, hurting the African-American culture. And we're losing our lives every single day. And how can we change that? And I'm I'm just tired. I'm tired of seeing um, our people get assaulted, you know, in traffic, simple traffic stops. You know, um, we all know the story of what's going on with George Floyd. Um, the police were responding to a situation where apparently he may have used a fraudulent bill to pay for something. I mean, we don't even know if he knew the bill was fraudulent. But to see that police officer kneel on the back of his neck and and kill this man, it's just um, it's it's not right. It's just really not right. And when we've seen over the course of the last month, just the Amar Arbery's and the Trayvon Martins over the last few years, it's just enough is enough. And I'm I'm tired, man. I really am. Give me a I can hear it in your voice. I've known you a long time. I have been with you. In fact, when when you have been, um, I will say, at a very minimum, um, somewhat 
uh, racially profiled in Daytona, and I can hear the pain, and I can hear the you're just fucking tired of what's what's going on, and and, and we finally, and this is going to be terrible to say, we finally see an incident involving a white police officer and a black man that not one sane person that watches the video understands there was anything going on but murder. Not one, there was nothing going on but murder. As a former police officer, I can assure you, the second I saw the video, me and hundreds of thousands of other police officers or former police officers in the country said, that guy is in deep shit, meaning the white officer. It is a huge no-no. You do not touch the neck. You do not place any pressure on the neck. You do not touch it, period. The man was compressing his neck the entire time. There's not one sane person that watched that video that did not understand it was murder. And to go through something like this again, where the officers aren't immediately arrested, that they're not immediately you know, put behind bars, that they, that they were allowed to go home from the damn um, uh, from, from duty, it seems awful strange because it was as cut and dry as possible. They absolutely should have looked at the video and said, you know what, if this was anybody else, you would have been arrested and placed in a holding tank until we could see if the district attorney wanted to, to press charges. And it should have happened immediately. It didn't. What is followed afterwards, though, is an extreme injustice to not only the black community, the uh, <laughs> the the people of color community, but the entire human race. When you hide behind legitimate causes to help heal, and you use that to create when you use that to create pain. When you use that to further an agenda that has nothing to do with why you're there, it absolutely hurts everybody, not just in America, not just black people, not just brown people, not just people of color. It hurts the entire human race when you use somebody's suffering to further an agenda simply because you're selfish. And, Jimmy Wags, I can't express enough how – Still today, as we record this on Tuesday, I, I haven't been able to sleep very well. I haven't been able to focus my thoughts. I don't really want to engage in social media. I'm striving to find positive things because what we have in this country right now is we have we have run amok, and we've lost sight all of a sudden of what the important thing is. It has turned into something else. And it absolutely is damaging to everybody, specifically people of color who had a legitimate cause to go protest. And, and we're seeming to lose sight of that. It's disgusting. It makes me, it makes me angry. It, it makes me angry. I, I'm not even a person of color. And to see this being overrun, to push an agenda that has nothing to do with what the real problem is here, all it does is, is push us back. And I want to ask you another question here, Jimmy. Get your, get your opinion on, on what's happening. For years, when we can look at Ferguson, we can look at all the riots that happened in the Obama administration. That, those were, uh, you know, 12 years ago. 
8, 10, 12 years ago. Not one time did NASCAR or any driver that I'm aware of come out in support of injustice. Not one time have I ever seen a tweet from NASCAR or a driver to come out in support of racial inequality in America. Now, everybody, NASCAR themselves put out a tweet. I've seen many, many drivers put out tweets. And Jimmy Wags, I'm glad that they finally stand up and recognize that we need a change in this country. But it's a little too fucking convenient to only say this stuff within months of Kyle Larson saying the N-word. And I'm not trying to be disingenuous, but God, Jimmy, it makes me angry that all of a sudden we're using this um, huge profile that NASCAR has in these NASCAR drivers. They've never, they've always tried to stay away from, from political things. This shouldn't be political. They've said it now. I'm grateful. But do you feel like, like, does, does their statement make you feel better? Are you a little wary about it? How do you feel knowing now that after all this stuff has happened, they finally come to grips and said something publicly? I hate that it's come to this. You know, um, it's. I feel like in the past, you know, a lot of these guys, they were scared. They were scared to say something. They were scared because of what their friends might say or, you know. But I think we have to start somewhere. And, you know, I said this in our group text. I even posted it on Twitter that I appreciate them coming out and supporting their cause and wanting to to help move this country forward. And I really think that, you know, until they can put more actions behind their words, you know, all these words are hollow, but you know it goes to show that they care. And not to say that they didn't care before; they may have just been too scared to to say something. Um, but being silent is worse than than saying something at all right now. Um, so I mean, I, I take their statements at a minimum, and I appreciate that a lot of these drivers are now coming out and talking about it and. Because ultimately, yes, NASCAR is a predominantly white sport. We have one African-American driver in our sport, one. We have several crew members, several guys that are tire changers, that are tire carriers, you know, whatever, whatnot. But I think that they, 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 them speaking up now is a step in the right direction. How they continue to speak out and how they – how they go about inflicting change and and helping racial relations and systematic racism and all those things that come with this, um, how they go about, you know, making that narrative a priority moving forward um, is really a true testament to what their words mean to me. Jimmy Wags, uh, Will said, um, I've known you a long time. I can hear in your voice your controlled uh, speech, and um, it pains me to hear you have to have to have discussions like this in 2020. I mean, Christ, we're literally in 2020, and I and I will say this: if it takes 
something like this to to get everybody to do actions instead of sit behind the scenes and be and be silent, then at least we can use this tragedy that's already happened. At least we can use this to promote a healthy agenda moving forward. I, I, I hate that we went through Trayvon Martin and 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 Ferguson and everything that we went through and not <laughs> it did not seem like like NASCAR really gave a shit or said anything about it or that sort of thing. I am going to reconvene on this subject with a I'm going to put myself a calendar note to reconvene in six months to look at NASCAR and what they've done to to push a positive agenda for racial equality I, I the cynic in me wants to literally yell at them and call them out and and tell them that you know where were you six years ago when the cities were burning down and that type of shit i will say this i agree that maybe maybe some of these guys in nascar Nobody has done it before, Jimmy. Maybe they were, you know, nervous or not sure what to do or worried about losing followers or whatever the case may be. The fact of the matter is I think it's important that we that we accept that now people are coming out and they're absolutely disgusted about what's happening and they're not being silent anymore. And when I woke up this morning and I saw Ty Dillon, and Dale Jr., and everybody else who all of a sudden now are going to be political, I I found that to be very, very odd timing, seeing how NASCAR is still trying to repair its damage that Kyle Larson did. However, I'm choosing to be positive because we have to be positive now more than ever moving forward. Most definitely. Everybody has to learn a little bit. We have to give police officers the benefit of the doubt when we can. We also have to be very cautious. We have to, you know, quit racial profiling people and be a little trusting and put yourself in good, smart situations where you can be a help to society instead of somebody who sits on the fringe and doesn't say anything. We've got people who don't want to be involved because they're scared. And fact of the matter is, when you don't do anything, when you don't say anything, all you do is substantiate the bad that is going on. You don't have to go out there and and fight anybody, you know, personally that's doing something bad. You don't have to do that kind of stuff. But you can damn sure teach people around you that that's not acceptable. You can say it with your words, and you can follow with your actions. You can go down, you can help clean up your community. You can go do all these sorts of things instead of sit there at home. You've got to have talks with your kids. You have to have talks with your children about this is unacceptable, and we as a family don't do this because it's wrong. This isn't a black or a white thing anymore. This is a right versus wrong thing, and when people are not treated equally, when people take advantage of a situation for political or personal gain, that is wrong. We are all humans here, and if somebody is suffering, we're all suffering. And this wasn't a choice that George Floyd or anybody else made. This wasn't a choice. George Floyd, I'm sure, would much rather be alive today. What we've got going on is perpetuated 
by people who don't see the truth, that see what they want to see. And if you can't see the truth now in 2020, we've got NASCAR, for Christ's sake, putting out political statements that they never would have done before. If that doesn't tell you we've got some growing up to do in this country and we've got some learning to do from all sides of this equation, and we, some of us need to shut our damn mouths and we need to pay attention. I saw the mayor of the mayor of Atlanta give an impassioned speech. She's a mother, and she was an impassioned person speaking as somebody who cares. Now, Jimmy Wags, I'm going to tell you right now, I would never vote for this woman if it was her and, and anybody else. We, we are diametrically opposed on almost all of her political agendas she had. But I'm going to tell you one thing right now. She absolutely gets my respect, a handshake. I would love for her to be my neighbor. I wish we were friends. She is a wise, wise woman. And when she spoke, it touched me, Jimmy, because she was talking, just like I've heard you talk before, from the heart. This stuff isn't fake. This hurts, and it's real. And you make it worse by hiding behind things or not saying anything, Jimmy. And I think what we need to learn as a society is it's okay to explain that you're ignorant about something. It's okay to ask a question. And you don't have to be racist to ask the question of what's it like for you to be um, a black person, you know, going here or that sort of thing. You need to educate yourself. You need to get more involved with what's happening in your community. You can't just go back to your neighborhood and you can't just not notice what's going on because it affects everybody, Jimmy Wags. And I know in Baltimore, in Baltimore, you guys have had trouble. Things have gotten out of hand. It's gotten out of hand all over the country because everybody is hurting right now. And, Jimmy, I'm not sure I've seen – if I chose to look at all the bad, I would see nothing but bad. But, Jimmy, it, it, it was very interesting to me that I, to, I even told my wife, hey, stop looking at all the bad stuff. Start looking for good stuff. And you know what, Jimmy? When you look for good stuff, when you look for good in people, when you look for good deeds being done, you can find them out there, Jimmy Wags. You most definitely will. Um, yesterday, we, I don't know how many people we had yesterday, um, but yesterday Baltimore was a testament to how to peacefully protest and let your voice be heard. We had several protests around our, our state, and probably the biggest one was in Baltimore City yesterday. I mean, it was thousands and thousands of people um, walking the streets yesterday, peacefully protesting and uh and, you know, I hope, hopefully if that can be a beacon of light to show you that you, you can do this peacefully. You can let your voice be heard without destroying property, without looting. Um, and, you know, hopefully the people that need to hear those words, hear them, and hopefully it touches their heart in a way to help them want to change not only their lives but their education how they go about teaching their families, their friends, their communities about what's going on today. And that's really that's really all that I can hope for. Um I and I agree with you, there's so much negativity on the news right now. Um and it's uh it's hard to look past it all. But I think it's gonna take it's gonna take some people seeing these images and seeing seeing these things that help them understand that 
the things that are going on in this country and the, against the African-American community are happening. And obviously it needs to change. And they, I think them seeing it hopefully will give them uh, give them reason to, to help want to be a part of that change. Jimmy, in our little circle, I am by far, I am by far the oldest son of a bitch in our little circle. Uh, I'm 50 years old. I have seen protests from the 70s. Um, I still, I know exactly who Reginald Denny is, for Christ's sakes. I watched him get beat up in the in the riots in L.A. in, in the early 90s. I've seen this stuff play out many, many years over the course of 50 years. I can tell you this. I have never been more on the same page with a larger group of people, and I'm going to go back even to to 9-11. I have never been on the same page with a larger group of people than I have in my life after watching these riots and these protests, everything unfold in the last couple of weeks. Because now I am seeing more and more people, NASCAR included, come out and say, Okay, enough is fucking enough. We've got more black business owners, minority business owners, than we ever had in this country. And guess what? They were targeted as well because the mob didn't give a shit. The mob just wanted to do damage, and, and they didn't care what was going on, and they have ruined the exact fucking thing that we are trying to keep moving. I'll and, also say this, too. Um, there are people that want to push an agenda to show that, you know what, let me destroy this property so that it makes these peaceful protesters look bad. Mm-hmm. And that's just downright completely wrong. Jimmy, it's and, the worst thing you know, we got think, going on right now. It's absolutely and, the worst thing going. And I've seen I've seen peaceful protesters call these people out. I've seen these people get arrested. Um, and I hope we continue to do that. But it's absolutely... I just don't I I don't understand why you I, I do understand. I mean I understand why these people are doing these things because they want to see the country continue this way. And um I'm just really I'm really glad and happy that these peaceful protesters are standing up uh to these people, calling these people out and hopefully they can continue to get these people off the street because they're not they're they're not pushing the agenda that we need and, and that's to to inflict change for the better in this country. So Jimmy, we have to find these people that are hiding behind peaceful protesters and trying to create um, a bedlam. We just absolutely have to because those are the people that are hurting the cause. Those are the people and and and, and I'm gonna talk out of both sides of my mouth and this is gonna sound crazy. I, I'm if it had to take all the bullshit we've seen over the last week or so to happen to get people to absolutely be on the same change and page and change their mindset, then I guess I will accept it because it furthered a a right agenda, and I don't mean right or left. I mean a correct agenda in that all people are equal. We have to be able to peacefully protest. We just absolutely have to. And And when people go out there and they hide behind – good people trying to show solidarity in the country, black people and white people, brown, Asian, it doesn't matter. 
people of all races showed up to protest peacefully. And many of them across the country were hijacked by people who did not give a shit about the reason why they were there. They were just trying to create a disturbance, to create more division. And I hope that coming out of this, Jimmy, we can finally understand that we all have a common enemy. And that common enemy is those that are against equality for all people. And if we can come out of this with us all being on the same team, whether you're – I mean, listen, we had a discussion this morning, Jimmy Wags. You and I differ politically on many different things, but at the end of the day, we're on the same – and I can't stand the fucking Baltimore Ravens, and you can't stand the Pittsburgh Steelers, and we are always going to argue about that. It ain't going to change. But one, one thing that we are absolutely on the same page about is you have to do the right fucking thing. And if you use a good agenda to exploit for your own political and personal gain, you absolutely are the enemy of good people around this country, Jimmy Wags. And if some good comes out of this, and at this point we really need some good to come out of this, Jimmy, if that happens moving forward, we would all be blessed. Definitely. Um, it's going to it's gonna take more than – this situation to to continue to move us forward. I mean, it's uh, it's a small blip in the ocean uh, when it compares to all the things that have been happening over the course of you know the last I don't know 50, 60, 70, 80 years, and even going back to the last 400 years when uh, when African Americans were slaves. But it's it's hopefully it continues to to push the the boat forward and look man i i know it in my heart that my people are hurting and um i want nothing more than to stop seeing these senseless killings and these unjustly killings um more than anybody and you know i just i just want us to continue to to love each other and to be there for each other as a community and as a as a humanity just, we we got to be better and I just I just want to see this move forward, and hopefully this you know this incident will will move us forward, and we we can just we can continue to eliminate you know racism and systematic racism and uh, fix and fix the, this judicial system that is set up to to fail the African American communities. And any other uh, minority race, because um, it, it has to change. So hopefully these uh, these things will continue to move us forward. So I've had you on the show before, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I've asked you, Jimmy. How, how, I mean, how do you like to be, you know, treated when you go to a race that's full of uh, predominantly uh, white crowd and those sorts of things? And you basically come out and said. Hey, don't fucking treat me any other way except for like you would anybody else. Now, I am asking you to talk to all of our listeners out there who are white or not people of color. And what are some simple things? What are some things that, if somebody, how can I get involved? What can I do? How can I help further an agenda of equality? 
any suggestions on some simple things normal people can do in their everyday lives to um, to support the cause that we have going on in this country? I think you can educate yourself, whether it be you know, reading articles online or reading about historical events. You can you can talk to your neighbors. You know, if you have African American neighbors, or just listening. Really, just listening, because that's really what—that's really a lot of what's going on. Is we need people to listen and understand about the things that have been going on in our culture, against our culture. So just giving the ear and listening—I mean, that—that that goes a long way. And you know how you go about inflicting that change, whether it be if you volunteer in your community, you help your friends. Um. That's on you know. That's on you. I really can't say how you should go about doing that, but it, anything but being silent is is a step in the right direction. And I like, always say this in every 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 time we talk about it. You know, I go to a NASCAR race and I have never ever ever felt any type of way where I've been felt like I've been racially profiled. Um. Every person that I've always come in, mostly come in contact with, I just uh, I've enjoyed my my time with them. They, I've never treated me any different, and I thank them for that. And I hope that they continue to do that as we move forward. And you know, if you if you had a race and you know just going going doing something as simple as high five with somebody goes a long way. If you see me wearing a Bubba T-shirt, and you got on a Bubba T-shirt, and we high-five. You, you know, I know with the, with the COVID situation right now, that's probably not a good thing to do, but <laughs> um, those things go a long way, and just it makes you feel included. And, you know, the NASCAR family is, is one big family. And, yes, you know, the, the rhetoric around NASCAR is it a, is it a predominantly Southern sport, and the Kyle Lawson situation absolutely did not help things. Um, but hopefully because of that situation, hopefully we continue in a direction where we leave those types of narratives and rhetorics in the past and we continue to move forward. And I'm, Deep down in me right now, it's, it's hard to say that, you know, that we will, but, but God damn, man, I, we're going to come out on the other side of this as better people. And I, wise, I, I'm going to use my faith and just pray that we will. So, Jimmy Wags, those are wise words, and I like to echo what Jimmy Wags said in case you need a refresher. One of the most important things you can do as a, uh, as a white person is you can listen. You can just simply listen. One of the most powerful uh, images that you're ever going to see is when police officers were on a knee. Uh, They're standing there on a knee in front of the protesters and just listening and just being there so that the protesters could understand, hey, this is my job. I I can't let you advance forward, but I'm going to stand here and I'm going to be on a knee and I'm going to show a sign of solidarity that I I know you're in pain and we're going to get through this together. I don't know how, but simply listening and learning 
and understanding that there may be another side of the story that you don't you're not privy to. Just simply doing things like that. Ask questions and then to be quiet. We don't have to debate everything all the time. We can listen. We can learn. We can grow. And I think that's one of the most important things we can do as we as we move forward. Jimmy, I, I hate that, unfortunately, you and I have had to talk about this these situations for basically the entire time we've known each other. We've been forced to have these conversations because of something that's happened across our country. I would like to think that we can move forward with all the destruction, with all the lives that are ruined, with all the people that have lost their damn lives, that we can move forward and understand we cannot let this happen. We just absolutely cannot let this happen. And if you're quiet, you are letting it happen. You have to make a stand. It doesn't have to be some big some big stand on some huge platform. And don't. It, it just, it just, you just have to make a stand. And, if, you know, I've had people, you know, email me or, or message me or something to say, hey, Dado, you know, every time you tweet something political, you lo- you lose followers. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about followers. I don't give a shit about my 2,000 little followers that I have. That doesn't, I don't count uh, numbers or anything like that. That's that's not why I tweet what I do. I, I tweet what, go ahead, Gibby. I No, I just, I can't even tell you today how many Twitter followers I have because I don't give a shit. I don't we, care. No, we're not trying to sell anything. We don't have an agenda. It just you just I just feel like you have to do what's fucking right. You have to be yourself. I'm glad that these that NASCAR came out as a as a entity and said, Hey, we recognize what's happening. We need to be better. I'm glad all these NASCAR stars have come out and they've said, Hey, blackout Tuesday, I'm supporting this all these sorts of things, but damn it, that little thing that they just did right there, Jimmy Wags, it's about fucking time, and I'm going to challenge all of them and everybody listening to this podcast right now, do something positive to further the agenda on equality in America. You can all do better. I can do better. We can all do better. And I challenge everybody to continue this momentum and not to let us ever get back into this bullshit ever again. We, we, we can't fix all the world's problems by, uh, by tomorrow, by, by being positive. But, God damn it, we have to start. And, we, and it's too, if we don't start now, it's going to be too late. We have yeah. to start now. And I mean, I got, I got two nephews. They're two years old, you know. Mm-hmm. They're going to be... I'm gonna be an old man when they be when they when they turn to be adults, and mm-hmm. I'm a, I can only pray and hope that things are better for them because What's they're two African American Logan and Mason. Logan and Mason. They're two African American little boys that don't know what's going on in this world right now, and if we can help shape a better world for them to to live their life to the fullest, to live their life so that they can grow up to have kids and not have prejudice and have to deal with any type of racism, uh, systematic injustice, and all then, then, then we want. So uh, Jimmy, that's that's the cause that we need to. It's for our children, man. It's, I think what we should the, do. It's one of the causes that we have to have. Is everybody listening to this podcast right now should do something positive for Logan and Mason. 
Because fact of the matter is, wouldn't it be nice if Logan and Mason could grow up into be young African American men, and they 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 wouldn't know the pain of not being able to trust a police officer. They wouldn't know the pain of what it's like to be, uh, you know, pushed aside because of the color of their skin. That they wouldn't know anything but nurture and love from people of all races. And, and fact of the matter is, I, I'm going to put a face on this right now. In fact, I'm going to put two faces on this right now. Logan and Mason deserve an America where finally this shit is over with. They just absolutely deserve it. And, and folks, we have to fight for it now. Not eight years ago when Ferguson was happening. Not eight years ago when Minneapolis or Minnesota was having the problems up there again. We need to do it now. Because in 2016, uh, let's see, shit, 2038, uh, there are two, be 16, shit, let's just say 2030s. <laughs> These boys are going to be teenagers. And yeah. we need them to know what it's like to be safe in America. And Jimmy Wags, I appreciate you coming on. I know you've had two days off, and uh, they haven't been super restful days with everything that's going on in, in, in our communities. And I appreciate you coming on and helping educate us and, 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 and getting through the pain of talking about this. That's what's going to make us better, brother, and I appreciate you more than you're ever going to know. I love you, brother. Love you too, man. Thanks for having me, buddy. You got it. Talk to you later. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today.